Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live.
Hi, you're queen troublemaker of the airways. You love doctor. Hey, it's me, Wonder Dre. And guess what? We're going to live, laugh, learn, and have a little fun tonight. Yes. So this show goes out to all my little procrastinators, all the little shoulda, coulda, wouldas, the haters, the, I would say, the people that uh, sit back and say, I would have did this or I could have did that. All those people out there. How about that? All right, now we're talking about people who procrastinate, people that try to talk about how they're going to do this, they're going to do that, and they don't do jack. Now, here's the funny part about this particular topic. This particular topic, you can take it so many different ways, so many different angles. You know me. I got to be the queen troublemaker first. And then my creative mind was thinking, like, hmm, I can really talk smack about this. I mean, think about it. You know, you got people that is not suited up and they're not measured up. So I got to thinking, how would that pertain in a relationship? I'm sorry, man. I got to throw you under the bus for a minute. I got to talk my snack. I wouldn't be one to try if I wasn't being a queen troublemaker, right? So... This goes out to all the men out there that be sitting there talking about how they got nine inches in the can on and they know they only got five. Really? Stop it. Cut it out because you're not suited up and you're not measuring up. The thing of the matter is when you talk all this big stuff and this big trash, you got to measure up. When, they, when the lights turn out, it's time to perform, okay? And some of y'all talking all this snack. But at the end of the day, you ain't measuring up to what you said you was. All this, I got to do this, I got to do that. You know, I I make the room go dark. Oh, baby, my stroke game is on point and all that stuff. And you ain't even on point. After you finish, huh, that was a Scooby snack. You know what I'm saying? And then you wonder why some of these girls be sitting there want to step out. Now, I ain't saying that's the right thing to do. I'm just starting a little trouble. I mean, can I just keep it real? But if you know you ain't measuring up to the plate, stop talking games, stop talking trash, man. Okay, but the same thing goes for you ladies, too. Stop sitting there talking about, oh, I can hang an hour and a half, and after 15 minutes, you ready to flag out, sucking on your ass in the pump, talking about, I'm tired. Woo, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to take a nap. Now, that can go both ways, but I'm just saying, you got to suit up and measure up. Now that I finished talking about my little trash, <laughs> I had fun, y'all. I couldn't start the show without, you know, cutting up being me. I want to try. What can I say? The queen troublemaker of the airways. Don't forget, I am the superheroine of all the radio, too, okay? But anyway... Going back into my subject line, let's let's talk about in the entrepreneurship. You ever meet somebody and you dating them and they say that they're in between careers? Really? What do that really mean? I mean, you in between careers. I don't get it. How you going to fall in between? It's either you in it or you not in it. So my whole thing is, People make so many different excuses. They say things such as, oh, well, if I ain't had these kids, I would be doing this and I would be doing that. If 
I didn't have to take care of my siblings, um, I would have been able to finish school. Uh, if I didn't have, you know, if I had more money, I could do this and I could do that. And reality is, it's bullcrap. Because the whole thing is you need to look for a solution. Okay, if money is the problem, then the first thing you should be saying is, what can I do to make the money? So that way I can pursue my dreams or pursue whatever I'm trying to do. The point of the matter that I'm trying to say is, some of us get so caught up into excuses and some of us get so caught up into the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, you know, if I had this, if I didn't have that, instead of concentrating on what can I do to solve the problem. You know what I'm saying? Let me put this aside. There's no excuse because reality is, if you're saying, oh, I could have finished school, but I had to take care of my siblings, reality is there's online classes, there's GEDs, you know what I'm saying? And even if you didn't finish at 17, 18, you can always go back even at 25 and finish. No excuse. What's the problem? The siblings ain't going to be young forever. And then you never get around to it. Then you got the procrastinators out there when they know they're supposed to be doing something and they don't do it. You know, they wait till they turn, I would say, 50. Or let's just say later than that, now you're hitting retirement age and you ain't got nothing to fall back on. Now, on the entrepreneurship level, let's think of it like this. You should be thinking if you're any age from 21 before you get to even 65, you should be having, first of all, a good career. Uh, you don't have to stay at Walmart. I'm saying that's okay to have a little sideline gig. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm not disputing that. Get your hustle on. But if it means that you got to work two, three jobs to get to where you got to go, you know what I'm saying? Then you do what you got to do. For an example, I'm going to go back to the men for a minute. Stop living in your mother's basement and trying to say, well, I'm just here trying to take care of her or it's a little cheaper, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, things like that. That don't make it look good. Now, okay, granted, there's a lot of women that's living with their parents too, but the point of the matter is you get yourself financially stable and ready. If it means that you got to take that Walmart job, if it means that you got to do Uber on the side, if it means that you got to do something else on the side, whatever it may be, if it means that you got to do three jobs to get your own crib, suit up and measure up. How do you respect somebody who's still living in the basement with their parents? I can't respect that. I'm sorry. I just can't. Now, I know y'all got y'all views and y'all opinions and different things like that. I'm going to give y'all a chance to talk. I need y'all to talk to me because I'm trying to, wonder Dre trying to understand what is going on with the people out here today? Now, I'm not going to just keep it at just the men because it ain't all the men, but it's the women too. But yeah, I'm in bashing for a minute. I need my men to kind of step up too because I need you to understand that if you ain't got no type of career, if you ain't got no type of education when you get past high school, college degree, or even some type of um, at least trade school or something, you can't go in expecting getting $20 and $15 an hour. It just don't work that way. It don't happen overnight. So if it means that Walmart is starting you at $7 per hour and you work two jobs to make that $15 per hour, 
if it makes you feel better, go on and do that, boo. But there should not be any excuses. I'm so tired of, and I'm going to say, too, I got to put it on the black men, too. I'm so tired of seeing sometimes our black men sitting there thinking that it's cool and comfortable to be playing video games, sitting in the corner, laying down all day and getting up playing video games and then saying, oh, well, somebody got to watch the kids, and that's your excuse not to work. That's bullcrap. Stop the procrastination. Get up off your lazy ass, okay, and go get some work. It's no excuse why you got the woman sitting there stopping the payments every single day, working two and three jobs, and coming home cooking dinner when you've been on home all day long, sleep, playing video games, and I come back and you in the same position. Really? We're not doing that. And it's sad because, you know, there's a lot of men out here nowadays that feel like they can do that. Oh, well, I watch the kids. You know, um, so that's my excuse to stay home. No, it's not. What you need to do is find out with her hours that she work, and y'all take turns for watching the kids. While she at work, you at home watching the kids. While you at work, she's at home watching the kids. That way it works. Now we bring in two incomes in there instead of me having to work three, four jobs to make ends meet to pay the light bill while you sitting back chilling. Talking about some, did you see the game last night? And you talking to your homies. Ah. You're not suiting up, and you're not measuring up. You know what I'm saying? Then when somebody beats you over the head with the dumb stuff, talking about, well, I'm tired of this and I'm tired of that, you said that already, I'm going to try to go find a job. You said I'm going to try to, uh, you know, find another place of my own. Or you said, yeah, I'm thinking about going to school, and I'm going to get this. Or I'm in between college, you know, in between um, careers and stuff like that. All you are doing is making excuses and you're procrastinating. And you say the same stuff over and over and over again. When is it going to stop? When are you going to wake up? And again, I might be hitting the men over the head with, with this, but it's the twofold street too. Women, the same thing. Stop laying on your back with your legs open, waiting on the opportunity to get pregnant because you know public assistance is going to take care of you. Stop collecting them food stamps and waiting for another opportunity to be on Section 8 instead of just going ahead and find yourself a decent home instead of worrying about that shack that might be down the street that you can move into for maybe two, three hundred dollars a month because you're getting Section 8. Stop it. Yeah, I'm going to beat the women over the head, too. I'm going to crack you over the head even more because of the fact that we know better. We're supposed to be tall and strong with it. We run the household. We are the trendsetters. Okay, men, I get it. Y'all supposed to be the man in the house and all that kind of stuff. But for real, for real, that woman is supposed to be the nurturer, like we discussed. But at the same time, that gives the women no excuse to sit there and not have a job. You can't be getting pregnant after each child, back on back, and think that you're going to ever have a successful career. You got babies running around with doo-doo diapers and the can on and screaming and howling all throughout the house. How do you expect to actually sit down and, and pick up a book to actually do some type of college course? And you got like five and six kids running around the house and you living in a shack. Why are we settling for less? I don't even know. 
I need to understand why are we procrastinating? Why are we on the sort of cutters and waters? Why are we relying on free government things to take care of our responsibilities without us going out there and stopping those payments? Whatever happened to that? I'm going to make it or I'm going to die trying. What's up with that? What's going on with the people today? It's not cool to think that you can lay back. Okay, granted, we pay our tax dollars. And it's nice to get a couple little benefits, you know, when it's given to us or whatever like that. But to live by it, you got some people out here that sit there and they'll live off of public assistance. And let's just say you're getting like $316 a month. How can you live off of $316 a month? Oh, I'm going to hit you with something even worse. How about you getting $316 a month and your rent is probably at $250 a month? Now you're sitting there robbing people, Peter to pay Paul. I've seen situations where people will turn around and do something like that, and then they'll rely on something like their medication when they got to sell their medication because they, they rely on that as an income to make ends meet. Or they move somebody else in the house or move their little boyfriend up in there who might be getting a check too to pay the difference. Robbing Peter to pay Paul, just skimming by. Instead of just getting up and getting a job. Again, I'm not faulting nobody for taking a six or seven dollar job. I'm not fighting against the fact that people work at Walmart and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's not your career. Everybody should have a focus. Everybody should have a goal. Everybody should want to make something better out of themselves. Okay, if you decide you want to do McDonald's, that could be a start. You can even say, hey, at least you're starting with a goal that you say, I want to be the manager of this place within the year. That's a start. Now, I'm not saying that that's a career, but, I mean, when you think about it, it is because you got a, something going on in restaurant business. You might turn around and wind up working yourself up to regional manager. How about that? And that's fine, too. But what I'm saying is, why not have more than one credential underneath your belt? Why are you taking that full-time job working at McDonald's? You could also say, hey, I'm going to go to trade school part-time, and within nine months, I'm going to be a certified technician, or I'm going to be an auto mechanic. Or, you know, whatever, CNA, whatever those type of, you know, little trade lines, things that you go for like six to nine months. Why not get certifications? If it means that it's going to certify you to go from job to job, why not? Why not better yourself? See, that's the problem that people have nowadays. I got a problem with people. You cannot even associate with me if you're not on the vibe of trying to help yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you're not trying to be on the, the vibe where I'm going to do this and do that and I'm going to be about my business because I'm going to be okay. I'm a survivor. That's the way we got to be. In order to survive out here, we can't give up. Wow. I need to hear some stuff from y'all. Let me give y'all, I'm going to hit y'all with this number real quick. I'm going to ask my DJ to Give us a little song while y'all thinking about what y'all going to say, because I know some of y'all going to cuss me out because <laughs> I said some things and knocked the men over the head. And yes, and I said some things and knocked the women over the head, too, because you know what? It ain't just the men. It's the women, too. It's the both of us, because when it all comes down at the end, we need to suit up. Men, some of y'all need to man up, and it might be in various ways, whether it's picking a career, whether it's 
doing a career, going to school, bettering yourself, getting a, getting a place of your own, and stop living with your girlfriends. Yeah, I'm talking to y'all. Women, stop thinking that you're going to make money off of opening up your legs with this guy and that guy because this one give me money. That one pays my rent. This one pay my car note. Uh Uh-uh. How about you take yourself to school and get a better education so that way you can do what you got to do? How about that? Let's try that. But anyway, let me give you this number, 724-444-7444. Press pound, and then the PIN number is 143-343-POUND. Press the one to listen. And that's star eight to conversate. I need you to come in Studio A with Wonder Dre. I need to hear from you. I need to know. Is this cool? Is that what we're doing? What are you doing to better yourself? I'm going to ask you that question when you dial star eight. I'm going to ask you, so be prepared. But, DJ, do we have something already in the queue? And you know it. There you go. All right. See, I got all the right questions. You got all the wrong answers. And I got all the bad names. And you end up with all the lights up. I play by the rules and I treat your eyes.
Yes, yes, yes. I see I done stirred up some trouble because we got a couple callers that's in the queue, and we're going to hear from them. See, I done made y'all mad enough to press star eight because you got to think about it. Are you tired of some of these people that's sitting there sitting on like a bump on the log, ain't doing jack with themselves? All right, we're going to take this first caller. Who do we have on the line? Welcome to Sophisticated Ladies. Good evening. Hello. Hello, who do we have? Wonder Dre, can you hear me? I can. Hi, hi, how are you? I'm fine, love. This is Firecracker. How are you? All right. It is great to hear from you. Thank you, my dear. Okay. Yeah. Um this is a hella topic right now. Mm-hmm. Especially considering what I've experienced and and the people that have passed through my life. So I'm prob I'm probably go going to go off on a tirade. So excuse me if I do. That's okay. But my I dear, to. I am going off on both male and female. I'm so, I'm so sick of trifling mofos. I'm sick of them. I'm absolutely I'm absolutely sick of them. Male and female both. What troubles me the most? is that the people that work the hardest seem to be the last ones to be and those who do absolutely nothing. And, and this is all in appearance. Those who do absolutely nothing appear to get everything. And it always comes easy, and I'm sick of it. I was on the phone this evening with a friend of mine, and he talked about a friend, a, a young woman he was in a relationship with. And you talk about having your priorities in the wrong basket. But this young woman chose to go on a trip instead of getting her roof fixed. Who is wrong with people? Who does something like this? We're talking about the place where you live, where you reside, and you would prefer to go on a vacation as opposed to fixing the structure that you live in, your castle. So your castle is in disrepair, but your ass is on an island. Right? Like, that, that to me is so nonsensical. Like, what person in their right mind does that? Now, I got one better. A young man. I really can't call you a young man. You almost middle-aged. You almost 40. You That's right. Call them out You don't have a place to live. You don't have a house. And you got four babies, but you say that you don't want to fill out an application. I'm sorry, guys, but what the fuck? (laughs) That's right. Exactly. If you don't work, you don't eat. How do you eat? And then on top of that, how do you feed the kids? People's priorities are so skewed, and the shit is getting worse. It's so aggravating for me. When I saw the topic, I was like, I know I got a lot going on right now, but I have to call in because I need to vent because it's just completely exhausting for me. This is so exhausting for me. And the reason why it's so exhausting for me is because, as you know, I am a kinship parent. So that means I took the foster parenting classes and I kinship two of my great nephews. Two weeks ago, I took in the third. 
And what wow. is their mother doing? Running the street, living her life. Now, granted, this is volunteer. I volunteered to do this because I didn't want to see my nephews in this system because I know that black boys are endangered species in this country. I know that. So that's why I volunteered to do this. But, nigga, what gives you carte blanche to run the street and do whatever you want to do when you got your kids every which way, every four corners of the wind? Like, how do you call yourself a woman? And she's not the only one. How do you call yourself a woman? Like, Dre, I don't know why you picked a topic such as this. I love it, y'all. I, I need you to call the map in like that because it's a wake-up call. Ma- Mama, I'm hot as fish grease. I'm hot as fish grease. And I guess evidently this is something that I needed to get off my chest for quite some time. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm coming hard, like I'm coming, but, like, at what juncture does do our people, and we're not, I'm not even talking about nobody else because I'm not any in any other group. What, at what juncture do our people wake up? Like, when do you wake up and smell a coffee? Like, I mean, like, come on. Like, right. when, when do you realize that it's something more important than yourself? Right. But you know what what cracks me up, though, Firecracker? When they become at the age of retirement and they still living in the same means, when they robbing Peter to pay Paul, they still selling their little, you know, medications and trying to, you know, they Percocets to try to get a few dollars in their pocket and they trying to make ends meet. Then they start realizing, well, dang, I, I ain't got that much that I can draw off of because I spent a lot of years with not doing nothing. Well, and then what do you have to draw off? Yeah, you got to sell your prescriptions. Because what do you have to draw off when you ain't never work a job? You can't post social security. Correct. Exactly. So what, what are you going to draw off? Uh-huh. It's, it's sickening. It is sickening to see people grow up like that. And you in your 50s, at this point, you need to be getting, like, really trying to get yourself together because you know pretty soon you're going to be trying to hit retirement. And it's like, what do you have to look forward to? Nothing. Mama, at 50, how do you even get yourself together? So, I mean, let's just say, let's just say on a good day, you, 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 you decided 50 years old, okay, I'm going to get myself together. What is retirement age? What is mm-hmm. the time of age anymore? What, 55, 60? 55, okay, yeah. so I, work, I work 10 years. I work 10 years. So you really only got 10 years vested in Social Security. And really you can't even invest in Social Security anymore with the way that the government is going. So what's your, um, what is your second plan? Right. That's the if problem. If they knock that out the box, then what? What do you want to do? Our people yes. don't have a plan, and they don't care. They don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm so fine to sit up and collect welfare. I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. Listen, I worked for attorneys. I worked for attorneys straight out of high school. I got pregnant young. I was in my, my first year of Temple, and I got pregnant with my eldest son. Mm-hmm. I had to go down, and I was living in the township at this time. 
I had to go down and collect welfare for the time that I was out of work. That was the most demeaning experience for me ever. I said never, never, while I'm drawing breath, will I ever go down to a welfare office to collect funds for me and my children. And it has not happened since. So how what baffles me is how people live off of the system. That's what baffles me, and then you're okay. Not to use it as a catalyst to propel yourself, but you're okay to sit and wallow in that shit. How do you want to beg somebody to give you food stamps? And then you don't use them food stamps in order to feed the kids. You trade it to go get marijuana or pop pills. Yes. Yes. Like, it's it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. loving it. I'm loving it. But you know what? I do have a second call of this in the queue, but I need you to stay on the line because I need to come back to you because you said some things that I need to touch on, and yeah. I hope that you can stay around so that way we can address these things because I'm going to try my best, love. I'm going to try my best. Okay, cool. Cool. All right, so I'm going to bring on this next caller. Caller number two, welcome to Sophisticated Ladies. Who do we have on the line this evening? First of all, it's your friendly neighborhood Republican. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? You know, you say my name, say my name. <laughs> hey. <laughs> listen, listen, firecracker. Now, you know me. You know, I don't care about nobody's opinions and how they feel. Everybody knows who I voted for. So what? Here's the situation. This is what the president is going to do right now. Starting Monday morning, we're, we're writing a, a new list on ending child support in all states. How about that? Now, now, let me tell you all what else my president did also. He also ended <laughs> the birth control situation to where people can't wow. just get pregnant now. Okay? Hey. Now you can't get pills now because you abused the system. And now it's not part of your health care anymore. So now how you going to have the baby, and then now we're trying to end abortions. So you just can't go in any state and have abortions. So how about everybody either practice abstinence or do the right thing? Now, I understand what Firecracker is saying. And everybody, oh, they're going to love to call me. Listen, you know where I'm at. You know, I have a whole network. Y'all know when to call me. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time, every time I go on other networks, they never call in, but that's okay. Cause I, you know, I'll shut them down or turn them off. But his situation, uh, twin. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we're at. I hate people who abuse the system. I just cannot no. stand it. What she's mm-hmm. saying is absolutely right. Now what you going to do, ladies, when y'all can't draw off the child support now? Okay, now that doesn't give, give a brother an excuse not to take care of their children. That's not, we're advocating. Okay, I'm a conservative. Right, I'm, a, I'm, a conserv- I'm a conservative. I don't mm-hmm. believe that, 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 that the government and the state should pay for your problems. You know when right. you lay down with that girl, that feeling, you know what I mean? All you used her body for was for pleasure for that time, and then all of a sudden, bow, there's a child. Let me explain something to everybody on One Point Radio. No, everybody's not born out of love. There's a lot of lustful bastards out there right now. Lustful, <laughs> born out of lustful fucking bastards. Born out of love. Okay, keeping it real. No, everybody's not born out of love. I know I was born out of love. I know that. <laughs> Okay, my mother and father were married. My mother tried to have children for over three years and couldn't have a child. My mother was 41 when she had me. So I knew I was born out of love. Everybody, okay. everybody can't say that shit. Right, right. 
So here's the situation. Let's stop paying for the for for for, for people's mistakes. They've all right. Donald Trump is this. Donald Trump is that. Okay, Donald Trump just told you tell you that he hates your guts. Okay. I mean, I mean, we know, no one's advocating pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Because here's another thing I have another problem with. Us being, so let's talk about black, black folk here, okay? Whatever you want to call yourself, Negro, Pins, African American, Coombe de Lord. <laughs> People graduate Coombe de Lord. All right, let's go here. How many times when we don't support each other? We have beef with each other. There's mm-hmm. people that can't get over their fucking selves. It just gets on my nerves. You mad at me over shit that's been done for a long time. So I'm out and about, guys. Sorry about that. Hold on a second. But y'all, um, okay. you're out and about. And mm-hmm. you still holding grudges? Wow. Really? No, wow. man. Let me tell, let me tell you something about, about Brother Oladelli Ngozi. I don't give two nothings for anybody's opinion about me. I mm-hmm. don't really care. <laughs> I sleep good at night. I hate Oladelli. Well, I hate you, too. <laughs> okay, and then number two. No, I mean uh-huh. let's build each other up. If you let me right. tell you something, I tell I'll tell anybody. If you against me, I'm against you. If you mm-hmm. at war with me, I'm at war with you. That's why I'm glad that you know the CEO of your network. We all, me and him, both have better sense to build each other up. Everybody right. else is trash. They right. say trash to me. And if I, I didn't hear. like, let me tell you something. I didn't like Seth on I wouldn't be on this network. And I would tell mm-hmm. him to his face, I don't like him. Got my right. right, so no one's scared of anybody. Me and Self are cool. We number we are we A one. But other people, mm-hmm. I see, we can't even build ourselves up. So how can we stop birth control? We mm-hmm. don't respect our women. Wow. How can we how can you know what I mean? How can we how can we you know now with with, with um, uh child support going out the, out the window? And thank you, Donald Trump, I love you. Um I'm now, what's, what's that mean, though. I, I know. Well, I, that's okay. And you ain't supposed to. Majority do, Democrats don't. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, so what? We, I really don't care about your opinion, twin. I love you. But, uh, and, I don't, and you ain't got to care about mine. And guess what? I'm going to continue to live me. Let me tell Somebody ask me a question. And I'm going to keep it real. See, this is the time I come on and be a little Lonnie Beverly a little bit. I get a chance to spread my wings a little bit. Somebody mm-hmm. asked me, who do, who, who do you care more about? Your, your, your wife, your family, or, or yourself? I said myself. I love me more than anybody in this world because I can't love my wife or love my children if I love me first. So I'm Hello, a little selfish. Okay, I That's love right. Oladele. If you don't like Oladele, man, look, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. On point. Am I on point? Everything I say is on point. That's why I come on this network. I'm out. Nothing else to say. Kill me. Mute me now. Mute me now. I don't want to talk no more. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. There you go. You got to love yourself. And if you really love you some you, you will take care of yourself. So that means that you should know that you should know better. You should want the best. I got to go back to Firecracker. Firecracker, are you still there? Okay. Hello? Hey, Firecracker. You know what? You did have a point. I, I'm here. I'm here, my dear. I'm here. I, 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 but I'm. I'm glad that we can use the network as a political springboard. But go ahead. I love anyway. it. I, I love it. It's, it's a beautiful it's thing. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, and I got to touch something that you were saying earlier when it comes down to the man, you know, not playing his active part. I mean, we got men that literally jump from girlfriend to girlfriend, and the girlfriends that they're picking nowadays are the girlfriends who are independent, who got their own place, who has a good job, who has a nice car, you know what I mean, and can afford to do all these things. But when are we going to measure up and suit up? Like, we should probably be able to... Mm-hmm. Finish your statement, honey. The problem is, here's my whole thing. We both should be able to walk inside each other's place and have privacy. Because it shouldn't be that, well, let's come on over to my house because you're staying in your mom's basement and we ain't got no privacy. You know what I mean? Well, you've been living with three or four guys, so therefore there's no privacy. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to sit there and be living in a little crack house or whatever like that. You know what I mean? I can't come down your way because I'm scared I'm going to get shot to death. You know what I'm saying? We both should be living somewhat adequately to the point where you can come over my house and I can come over to your house. Why you got to be being with me and make your come up? Now you done got your foot all up in the door. You done got your feet all up on the coffee table. You done got all wedged up and comfortable inside. You know what I mean? Then you want to start throwing out some ground rules in the carrying on. No, you're not making no come up off of me. This is mine. Where's okay, yours? Well. All right, so that that's multifold and it's multifaceted. Let, sure, me start sure. by, let me let me start by saying this. I grew up in Mount Airy and I'm back in Mount Airy. Um, when I graduated high school, I went off, I got my own apartment. Eventually I purchased a house. My first home was almost two thousand square feet and it was in a good neighborhood in in Philadelphia. As time progressed I felt and I saw the decline in the neighborhood and I decided to sell. I was still with my then husband. Um, And at the point that we sold, we didn't find a house. But, you know, all things happen as it should. We didn't find a house because we weren't going to be together. So that that was fine. But Mm -hmm. what we did was we purchased a property, an investment property in the interim. And I said, okay, well, let's work this property. Let's, Let's, you know, fix it up get it, um, you know, section eight, this house out. Um, really nice house. I, 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 and I say I, because I solely dumped a lot of money into that house. Although we bought it jointly and we purchased it jointly because we were married. But I dumped a lot of money into the house in order to, to rehab the house and get it up to living, living conditions. So you made a statement about the neighborhoods that individuals live in. I want to just make this clear. Sometimes people live in places because they don't have a choice. Right, and that's understandable. Right. So my path coming from Mount Airy put me in one of the worst neighborhoods in the city of Philadelphia. When I Mm -hmm. tell you that people would walk by the house, and I had to live there for a year, people would walk by the house near strangers, and it was nothing spectacular about the house from the exterior. I painted it, so I made it look bright. I kept the outside from my house to the corner. It was my home. My house was the last house on that block, and then to the corner was a church. So from my house to the corner, I kept it swept clean because I came from an area where that's what you did. So that's why I, I, that's why I wanted to explain it. That's why I gave that story to explain that sometimes people live in situations where you just have no control. 
I was put there for a reason. And then after that reason was over, I was moved. And I came back to Mount Airy, came back to the house that I grew up in, and I rehabbed that house. I have a lovely house because I have an eye for interior design. I have an eye for exterior landscaping. That is what I love to do. So I make it fitting to me. I can't tell you how many people would come to my house, male and female, and feel very comfortable because that's what I want my house to be. It's comfortable for my friends and for my family members. Mm -hmm. I refuse to allow someone who has not put as much effort into anything to come into my space and demand or to overpower in my space. Mm-hmm. If, I, if, if I see that you're putting forth an effort to increase your life, then let's build together. But you're not mm-hmm. going to build off of what I already have. You know what I call that? I call that a parasite. Mm. I cannot Ooh. deal with parasitical individuals. You yes, cannot indeed. suck the blood from me because I have too many offspring to provide for in order to render my blood to someone who was grown and has their own. Mm-hmm. The problem is a lot of times we individually, men do it, but in my opinion and in my observation, women, women do it in a mass amount. We dumb ourselves down. Mm. And, and 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 we we submit to lesser than. So we'll take a yoke that's not equal in order just to say that we have it. Right. And in the end, what we wind up being is disgruntled, discouraged, um, and and and, and broken inside. Because you know in the beginning whether you're not supposed to be with that person or not. You know in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But you make excuses. That is applicable to men and it is applicable to women. You know whether or not you're supposed to be with somebody. You know whether or not that person is on your level. But you decide, okay, I'm going to stoop down. I'm going to settle for. Why should you settle for? I don't care that the ratio of men to women, that women outrank men by number. I don't care. If you were meant to be with somebody, God is going to prepare that person for you. Don't settle for what you're not supposed to have. Mm-hmm. That's good advice, Firecracker. You know, but some of the women out here don't have the sense that God gave a common roach to wake up and smell the coffee. They so caught up into what's in between the legs so they're not even thinking about the long run. If I'm thinking on the entrepreneurship, if I'm striving for entrepreneurship, how do I expect to keep getting ahead when I got a burden sitting here, you know what I mean, that's dragging me down? Like okay, you, you can't tell do you that. something. I can wet my own tail. I can wet right. my own butt. I, I can wet my own behind. I don't need you to do that for me. I want you. I don't need you. And I think that's a part of the issue. Some men have the understanding or the feeling that you're a requirement. You're not a requirement. You're a want. You're a want. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, come on, let's look at it. What is the ratio? What, 12 to 1? Apparently, you guys, we outrank you all. So that means that 11 of us ain't going to be with one. 
or, or, or we're going to settle for, and we and we want to divide the man. So I got him two days a week. She got him two days a week, and the other one will settle for one day a week. Or mm. we going to say, like the brother got a harem. Mm-hmm. So if and he's getting the best of both worlds. And he's getting the best of both worlds. But if he got it up like that, that he can juggle three for one, go ahead. Mm. Wow. Now, you know you done pissed these men off, because I know they sitting back there. They mad. Do you think I care? You you called me firecracker for a reason. Light that's up, right. It's getting ready to that's- go boom. I know that's right. I know that's right. Look, the women is winning this week. How about that? The battle of the sexes. <laughs> I got firecracker on the line. What y'all gonna say, distinguished gentleman? And with me saying that, I got to bring in my buddy, my friend, my DJ, Mister. I can't believe you said that. I know you got something that you want to say about this. Come join us. Which but you see, got to say. Now, I'm I'm sick as a dog, but see, she done made me feel better. Uh oh. Yeah, you know I mean, cause she didn't she didn't got on my damn nerves. But see, it goes just like this. There's no offense to like, I respect everything that she said. Uh huh. Right. And this new wave of young young so-called young men, you know what I mean, that wear pants tighter than women, they all uh-huh. need to kill themselves. My God. Uh-huh. Right. But I'm just saying though, it's a few of us out here. That was holding no, down the fort for a long, ain't no excuses. We've been holding down the fort for a long fucking time out here. Don't How you say Don't, Ho, 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 ho. I ain't saying every man. Okay. I ain't okay. saying every man, but mm-hmm. I can speak for me. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah, you got some of y'all I'm not even 45 yet. Mm-hmm. I own seven properties. Amen. Excellent. I've been, I had my own house since I was 16. I've been a dad since I was 13. I got number 11 coming in January. Well, he said be fruitful and multiply. Yeah, so, that you did quite well. And I, can, and, I can get, and I can guarantee you one thing. You can ask any of my children. Do they know what the word no means? And they're going to look at you and say, what, 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 what is that? Mm-hmm. Because dad made sure everything was copacetic. Mm-hmm. See, because you now, made some of these, now, 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 how you saying some of these men sitting around doing this? All right, I ain't going to lie. I got three baby moms. I didn't put them through school. I didn't bought them homes. I didn't bought them cars so they could get their career together, get their life together. Okay, it's so where's the other men that's not doing this, though? Hey, I, I hey, got a problem hey, listen, with it. Hey, listen, I, I can't speak for them. But mm-hmm. I have a question, brother. Is that few and far between? Like, I mean, maybe amongst your circle, that might be something that you're accustomed to. But as a whole, and, and, and listen, I take my hat off to you for doing what you do. And, and, Absolutely. And especially, and especially not only taking care of your children, but providing for the mothers of all of your children, who I would assume that you're not with all of them. You might be with one of them currently, but still providing and making sure because you understood the fact that if I didn't take care of her, 
then that really means that I'm not taking care of my child. If I make sure that she succeeds, then my kids live with me. She, oh, I'm one of the few. My kids live with me. Well, okay, and All then of again, them. I take my hat off to you because that is you know that's an anomaly. Right, right. That's you an know anomaly. that's an anomaly. It's a, it, it, but there is a lot. There is a lot of us out here. And it's a lot more than not. Yeah, it's a lot of us that do the damn thing, but it's so more of us that don't. Right. But Which makes also, it big. also, it's a lot of women out here that don't allow their man, right. their children's father, to do what he needs to do. See, they'll let that nothing-ass nigga that they might have a baby with, he get all the freedom in the world. But they listen to a couple of their nothing-ass girlfriends talk about <laughs> getting girl, taking the child support. He's still going to take care of the baby. Stop. A lot of us need to have a mind of our own. And for the fellas, too, stop listening to your mans and them. Uh-huh. Telling you, oh, you ain't got to do this, you ain't got to do that, and don't be going down there, this, that, and the third. What? Listen, we got uh-huh. to be better. Right. See, my grandmama said, if I had time to lay there, I better make time to stay there. Mm. <laughs> okay, that's awful. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did what I had to do. They and, I got a couple, and, I, and I got my brother on the line. And he do what he got to do. I know that's right. Right? And and, and we, do, we do the damn thing. And we've been doing mm-hmm. it for quite a long time. And we have no... No, we, I don't even see a, a, the stop in sight when we're going to stop doing it because mm. we can't because right. they are our offspring. That's right. They didn't ask to be here. I brought you here. Now I shall take care of you. That's right. Until I make and you self-sufficient you so you can take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. But there are <laughs> a lot of brothers out here that really do take care of and hold the house down. I know mm-hmm. brothers that go to work from 9 to 5 and from 6 to whenever and still got to come home and clean the house, do laundry, and make their own plates, and they got to mm. live at home. Oh, did you, did you do that? Did you, did you say that? No, you didn't. You didn't say that. Are you trying to call us lazy? I didn't say. <laughs> me, I didn't say all. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot. Wow. Well, that's true. That That is true. Um, mm-hmm. They want to sit back and not do anything. But I got to ask the both of y'all some questions here. And Mr. Uh, Brother O has said something about uh, our president talking about taking child support. Now, it's going to be a sad case when that do happen, because this man is trying to take everything, trying to take Social Security, trying happen. to take child support. What are we going to do then? Those ladies that's out there that's leaning on that child support check and got three, four, five baby daddies, what's going to happen to that. those children? They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. They can't do that. Do you know why? It's too many bleeding hearts out here in this country, right? That will mm-hmm. say, no, we're not going to do that because that's our only means of taking care of the child. Now, for the dudes that take care of their child and they pay their chunk, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with her getting up and working? Nothing. I agree. I agree. In addition to like, that, she, she should be working. She got a baby by him, 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 and him, 
and that qualifies her to sit on her fat ass and collect money. <laughs> and not right only does she collect child support, she getting that she getting welfare because that's who that's who you paying really when you paying child support because she got four mm-hmm. kids and she can get what is it uh two three three thirty five a kid. Uh, that's a that's right. a, a point right there, right? That's a sad and story. She in, and she living in public housing, whereas right. though, like you now, I'm I'm what you said earlier. I'm I'm glad I, you brought that back because got something for that. If she only mm-hmm. getting three, if she only getting three sixteen a month, mm-hmm. and she living in public housing, her rent ain't even twenty five dollars a month. That's even worse. So you move so, on the so on top she, of that. So, so when she, you know, and, and, and no offense to no, no, none of the church people out here, all right? Seriously. Mm-hmm. No offense. Mm-hmm. So while she out here, because we know everybody on this on their knees ain't praying. Right? You understand what I'm saying. <laughs> right? So when she out here with every, with every nigga in the neighborhood. Oh, my God. When she paying her rent for the year up front. You understand? You how, come, how come? How come these people that's living in public and public housing? How come they cars look better than my shit? Mm, that's what I'm saying. If how, I was paying twenty five dollars for rent, I wouldn't want to move either. How about how? How is it that I can go by the? I went by the fucking project. Excuse me. I went by the motherfucking project. I see. I said fucking the first time, and I said excuse me. Pardon me. If you have sensitive ear. I went past the motherfucking projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a Bentley. It. it was a Bentley outside of the motherfucking projects. Disgusting. Disgusting. First of all, if you own the Bentley, I don't care if you rented it. What the mm-hmm. hell is you doing? That's for the exactly. I would not even lower my standards at that point to want to be as in my, the project with a Bentley. As my brother say, when he, because I know he waiting. Once again, as Bernie Mac would say, I say what you're scared to say. I tell you, these kids is bad. These kids is bad. <laughs> I'm open up a daycare Bernie center. Mac, I love you. I'm, a, I'm open up a daycare center. You ain't even going to uh-huh. have to pay. The first uh-huh. three months is free. Uh-huh. Then when you come pick up your kid and your kid got a knot on their head, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I took a hammer and I slapped the fuck out of him, sitting up there jumping on my goddamn couch. Sit your fuck ass down somewhere and get, get right. This is what it is. Come back to me, Dre. Stop. Come back to me, Dre. Come back to me. Come back. Come back. Listen, I can't believe you said that. Where you go? Where you go? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. But, all right. You came back. All right. You know, Good to see you. And I'm gonna tell you like Welcome this. Welcome back. And the comment that you made, the sisters is winning this week. That's because you ain't get a brothers a chance to talk. That was all. I know. We wasn't trying to. I, we already know that. <laughs> but no, Firecracker, you got some very interesting points. And you know it ain't nothing but love and respect. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it do go both sides. Right? I mean, they, like, you, you, listen, let, let, let's agree on this. We both agree that it goes both sides. And from the inception, from the beginning of me coming on the show, I said it. I got, I got fired from both. I That's got true. fired for them both. But mm-hmm. I, I can, I can, I can expound <laughs> from personal experience. My personal experience is not with women because I'm not a lesbian. So my personal experience is with men. Now, if my personal experience was, was with women, then maybe I could speak with more brevity about the triflingness of women. I can speak from what I 
see, but it would not be my personal experience. You follow me, brother? So you can speak right. from personal experience with women because oh, that's what you deal with. That's what you deal with. You see, oh, yeah. you see the brother's interaction. You see it, but your personal experience is with women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why you can speak so well on that side, you know, being a- the opposite gender. Yeah, that's I right. agree. And another but, thing, uh, another thing y'all going to stop doing, all right? It's 2017. You need to have a wash and dry in your house. If I go right. to another one of my Good homies' right. houses, if up. I go to another one of my homies' houses, yes. I'm going to tell you, if I go over to another homie house and ask to use his bathroom, and use his bathroom, and I turn around there, and she got some panties soaking in the damn water in, in the sink. <laughs> Again, I'm probably right. we ain't gonna be friends no more. That's all right, I'm saying is, in the dry. Uh, bro. All, all I'm saying is this. That. All I'm saying is this: the dollar store sell buckets. So even if you got to let the underwear soak, mama, put that in the bucket in the basement. There you go. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Let me just say this: there is a no precedent. There is a scratch and dent in every mm-hmm. neighborhood. Run to that scratch and dent. It ain't got to be brand new as long as right. it works. And, it, right. and if, you're afraid, if you're afraid that it's going to break down on you, it's okay. There are companies that give you insurance. Run and put a little $45 a month on that insurance. When that machine breaks down, they will come out and repair it for you. If they cannot repair it, they will replace it at no cost. Exactly. And I, I got one better. You really should have a wash machine and dryer, especially if you got four or five kids, because no you got the ghetto ones that want to sit there and put clothes on the line. They got clothes hanging outside their window. They even use the street wire to hang up the sneakers. Come on now. We, we get real ghetto with it. We really are. When we start using the living room and dining room for, for uh, laundry facilities, hanging up stuff on the back of the couch and stuff like that. Come on, really? Why are we doing that? Well, where's our sophisticated ladies? Where, you know, why are we being trashy instead of classy? When we start doing that, hanging period draws up. You know what I mean? Now, everybody that come use your bathroom, they got to see your little period stains hanging out because you can't wash it. You ain't got a washing machine and dryer. And you know, at one point, if you got four or five kids, it becomes a financial thing because all your clothes need to get washed at one time, and you may not be able to afford it at that point to go to the laundromat. Now the clothes are sitting there dirty. The kids walking around with the same clothes on. They got dirt stains all on their shirts and their pants and stuff, and you send them to school like that. You know, really? You know, you turn the underwear inside out. We don't have any problems. We don't have any pride. It's gone. It is gone. We, we, have settled. we don't have any pride. Right. I we remember, I remember a time. I remember a time of hearing. Now, I didn't experience it, of hearing when in my grandmother's day, and my mother, my mother will be 70 next year. So in my grandmother's day where they would iron and press their undergarments, mm-hmm. where they would press their undergarments. Like, right. you know, most times anymore, folks don't even press their outer garments, but they were pressing their undergarments because they took so much pride and care for what they had. Why? Because they ain't had much. So we're going to take and care of what we got in order to preserve it. We have no means of preservation anymore. We don't think about what, 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 what preservation means. Right. So I don't care. And I'm gonna tell you, I don't care about I'm, that. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what else they used to do. They used to they used to iron their sheets and stuff. You was considered less than a woman if you didn't iron your sheets on your bed and your pillowcases. And how about your tablecloth? The same thing. See, we don't got new we don't got new ways with it. We put some permanent press, you know, starch on there, throw it in the dryer, and throw it right on. You know what I'm saying? But they taught us discipline. They taught us, you know. Right, class and morals and stuff like that, you know. But that's out the window. But and I gotta go back to something that you you were saying earlier. You were saying something about we were talking about how people they get the little you know state and government checks or whatever like that. You collecting disabilities for your child. If you sitting there paying your rent and your bills, all your bills and all your rent with your child's disability check, you wrong. It's time to make a career move. It's time to get up off your behind and do a job. Because then, <laughs> and child support too. Because it's like, where's it going to end at? Here's my whole thing. That was designed to take care of the child. The child sitting there, ain't got no clothes, running around, ain't got no haircut, looking a hot mess, looking all like who did it and why. Clothes dirty, you ain't washed clothes in months. Some out some eyes. I got a, you. I ain't got no money. I ain't got this. I ain't got that. Stop with the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and the procrastination. Go get yourself a and wash machine. Go get yourself a job and go wash just these clothes. Yeah, just do it. but just, just do you can't it. even take care of your kids with the check that was designed from public assistance. That was designed from disability. That was designed from child support. You can't use that to take care of your child because you're so busy trying to, you know, take that and pay your bills. Why? Because you can't get a job. The solution is get a job. That way you can use that that to take care of the kids. No, Mama, it's not that they can't get a job. If you get a job... They don't want to. Why would I? Why would I when everything has been made so cushy for me? And my standards are are, are so low that, you know, this is the way that I was raised. I watch a YouTube video. One of my girlfriends sent it to me, and I watched this young girl break the system down. You know, her boyfriend hustles. So I get the money from my boyfriend. Mm. I get CCIS, although I'm not working. So all I, have to do, all I have to do is have somebody who has some spreadsheets or some, some type, of, um, some type of, of, of computer system where they can print me out pay stubs. That's all I got to present to them. And I get somebody to forge, you know, and forge it and, and forge a signature for a supervisor. They don't, CCIS don't call to confirm. So all I got to wow. do is have them to sign that off. Bam, I got CCIS. So when I'm at home actually sitting on my duff, I can really send my children to be educated. Not, I'm not really thinking about the education. I'm thinking about getting these jokers out my hair so I can sit and do what I want to do for the day. And then, you know, with the amount of children I have, then I can increase on the amount of cash I get and my public assistance and the amount of food stamps I get in a public assistance. I really don't need all of the food stamps that they give me, so I wind up selling it. So why would I come off of public assistance? I'm living in a mm-hmm. Section 8 crib. Where, where, like he said, like I said, all I do is pay $25. Why? Because the government pays the rest. That's why my properties are Section 8. Why? Because that's guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to mm-hmm. work the system? I'm going to work the system, too. I'm going to work the system, too. You That's what we do. The government going to pay to put you up in one of my properties? Go ahead. Run mm-hmm. wreak havoc in that place. Rock, uh-huh. out. 
Watch out, because I'd rather a Section 8 person tear up my spot than a private pay. Wow. Because at least with Section 8, I'm going to get my money. Private pay, I got to take these jokers to court, and it ain't no guarantee I'm going to get my money. Wow. Here, I, I like rock that out with Section 8. Mm-hmm. I rock out with Section 8. You dad's right. I'm going to rock with that thing till the wheels fall off. I love that point of view that you gave because, yeah, the point of the matter is they won't pay, they don't want to pay, and they're not trying to get a job to pay. No. But, you know, if you're doing Section 8, they're going to pay. They're going to pay. So if you don't pay your little $25, do I care? Hell no. Why would I care? When when they've already paid 98% of, the, of, 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 of my rent, why do I care? Baby, wreck it. Wreck it and stack it. And then in, in two years, bye, you get your you get your exit. I, I, I put you out. Not a problem. I'm going mm-hmm. to renew my contract with Section 8, though. So as long as they go going to learn how to work their system from that end, baby, I'm going to work the system from my end. I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. mine eat. I'm going to make sure mine eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. I love it. I love it. But let me give out this number one more time and see if we can get some more callers in. I need to hear from y'all. Are you tired of people that's just trying to get by the shoulda, coulda, wouldas? You know what I mean? Are you tired of this, the moochers? It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a lover. Your significant others. Whoever. Do you feel as though they're mooching and living off of you? Are they even trying to make a come up? And if not, what are they trying to do to make a come up? Mm, we need to talk about it. Let's talk about it. 724-444-7444. Press that pound, the pin number, 143-343. Want to listen? Star 8 to relate. I know somebody that can relate to this. I got to bring on Mr. On Point. I want him to give the following, but I also want him to give us an opinion. Now, I know Firecracker. You already know he's going to give you a run for your money, right? Bring the heat, bro. <laughs> Bring the heat. Let's go. Mr. On Point. <laughs> Mr. Bitter. Peace and power. Wonder bread. Peace and power. Um, 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 listen, I really ain't got much to say. You know what I mean? Like, I I disagree with all that shit. Like, I'm going to be honest. I disagree with all that. Like, I I, I hear there are a lot of lazy people out there. They are. You know what I mean? But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a double-sided coin. You know what I'm saying? Number one, there's a difference between the lazy people and the people who's making ends meet. People who making ends meet often get caught in that same pot, melting pot, with the lazy people. There's many people, I grew up, and I'm from North Philly. You got North Philadelphia people who own their home, you know what I'm saying, who go out and sleep and, you know, uh, 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 bleach their porch or their steps down every, you know, whatever, every day or every, you know, once, twice a week. And then you have those who don't care about, you know, their fun. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I disagree with all that. And as far as the system goes, I'm for it. I'm for it. What the fuck? I'm paying all these goddamn taxes. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying taxes. 
I'm paying. First of all, you touch, you go in my paycheck before I even get it. You know what I'm saying? And then by the time I get it, he's damn right I got to rob Peter to pay Paul because they already robbed me first. So like you said, I can't believe you said that one, Sheriff, once upon a time. He believes everybody who works should get a $300 uh, access card or $300 food stamps on an access card. I agree with that. Because I by the time you done paying your mortgage and paying your bills or paying your rent and paying whatever other you know, responsibility you have to you you're delegated to pay, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, there's scraps left for food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now you're in a dollar store trying to buy some healthy food. <laughs> so, and, and I'm a, I'm going to give it to you in, in another way. We ain't the ones who work in and milk in the system. They are. They get right? $80,000 and still getting food stamps. Yep. And still getting all type of benefits that we don't see. And I, and I, I don't know because about I remember, it. I remember as a, as a young guy in my 20s, it was the first time that I didn't have a job. I fell on hard luck. And, and, the, and, the, and the welfare places were on, on, on uh, Bridge and Pratt at the time. And mm-hmm. I had to go there, and I felt real embarrassed and ashamed. And I was like, damn, I'm standing in the line. I'm sitting in here with these people. You know what I'm saying? And then as I got older, I realized I'm the reason why they can get these people this shit. All the jobs that I work, all the money that I put into this system, and when I need it, I'm not supposed to get it because I'm going to look, be looked down upon. Fuck that. I paid into it. If I need it, I'm going to go fucking get it. And if you want to look down on me and frown your face and shun me, do so. I'm going to go ahead and buy my hoagies and everything else with my access card while you sitting over there trying to figure out how you going to get your next meal because you just paid all your bills. Mm. Like on some real stuff. This is, it's, it's deeper than, than just the surface of what we're talking right now. It's mm-hmm. easy to sit there and say, hey, so-and-so is lazy, and this person don't want to work, and this person don't want to do that, and this, that, and the third, and this guy want to live off of this person. Listen, listen, listen. First off, this is not a, a, a we situation. This is a personal situation because everybody has their own personal reasons on why they do what they do. Now, I do agree. There are people out there that's sitting there solely dependent on the system. There is. I don't doubt that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot more people out there who have been raped by the system, still being raped by the system, and they need it. So if they're called the tax payers. And they're called the tax payers. <laughs> exactly. So if I'm a taxpayer and I fall on hard time, I got laid off from my job in November of last year. Right? It's hard as hell for for the, the it, people say it's easy to find a job out here. Yeah, it might be, depending on. I'm a man with principles, and I'm be honest with y'all. I'm the hell with what you talking about, Wonder Drake. I ain't going out and working no doc, no job for seven dollars an hour, and then breaking my back and going to another job for eight dollars an hour. I'm not doing that. But some people I'm not have doing to, that. Some people, some people have, have to. to. No, 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 no one has to. People want to. People are willing to. You ain't got to do well, nothing no, but eat, I, eat, I, I shit, and die. I, and I, I, I disagree. Why. 
Yeah, because if you ain't got no degrees or anything like that or have no experience, you don't have a choice. And then there are some people with degrees. There are some people with degrees. And that's what I was doing. There are people with degrees who don't have jobs. There's people that got to pay back $80,000 loans or $60,000 loans for their degree and got to take a job for $7 an hour, minimum wage. Are you kidding me? And we sitting here talking about you shouldn't be able to, to, to work the system? The system working us, because the truth of the matter is, a lot of these taxes we're not supposed to be paying. If we really know the law, and if we really know what's good, we're not supposed to be paying a lot of these taxes. Okay, but we and are. if this was truly, exactly, we are. we are exactly we are. So guess what? I'm going to work the system too. Listen, and, when they and, and, me, and, and I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you, but what but what I'm what what I'm mad at are those who are siphoning off of that system. Those who not listen. It's it's one thing to work it. It's another thing to abuse it. Because why right. we wind up reaping the short end of the stick when it's abused. So the fact that you're paying taxes and, and, and because you. I agree with you. I'm not in a disagreement with that firecracker. The people that's out there that's lazy, no good for nothing, the bums, then you're absolutely right. Because, see, that's what pissed me off. That's what made me look at it differently. Because well, bro, I looked I, at I, it and was like, I guess, these I people, guess here's my confusion. These people... Here, here's my confusion. Because you always preference a statement when you're coming in that I disagree. But in in the body of your explanation, I hear nothing but agreement. So I understand that your title is that, you know, you are going to be the one that's, that, that, is the, that is controversial. I get it. Be controversial, but then tell me what you really mean because what you're saying opposite of what you said in the beginning. You told me in the beginning, <clears throat> I don't agree with what you're saying. But actually, towards the end or the middle, you agree with what I'm saying. You agree with what well, we're saying. Well, well, let me, let's start here. Let's start here. I always come in and say I disagree with all that, just to mess with what I'm doing. She already, <laughs> she knows that. I come in and just say I disagree. I don't want to hear none of that. I, I, you know, just to, just to stir up stuff. But the reality is, I do agree and I do disagree. You know what I mean? It's certain things I agree with and it's certain things I disagree with. For instance, the lazy no good for nothing is that sitting there depending on a welfare check or depending on benefits or popping out babies just to get welfare. I agree with that. But see, again, that's what made me change my stance where I disagree because a person who's been a taxpayer their whole life and then end up needing that system, and, and here's the catch. Here's the catch. The people that paid into the system most are the ones who find it harder to even get assistance from the system. Mm-hmm. They're working down there every year of their life. And then when they need it, you got to be, I remember going down one time and I'm, I'm, I'm hey, look, I got no problem with, with putting myself out there. You know what I mean? I remember going down there one time just for health care, health benefits, because my job wouldn't give me, uh, uh, it was part-time. 
So, you know, they weren't giving benefits. So I went down there for benefits. Then they just told me I had to be down there dying. They said I had to get a doctor's note saying that it's something. That, and I was sitting there just looking at them like, oh, you kidding me. Mm. Now here I'm working. Whether it's part-time or full-time, I'm working. They're taking taxes from me. And now I'm coming to you and saying, listen, all I need is some health care. I don't want your food stamp. I don't want your little $102. Uh, uh, of of uh, welfare uh, check or whatever. Excuse me. All I want is some health care. So I can be able to, and then y'all wonder why men don't be going to the doctors and stuff, but that's a whole other topic. We ain't going to talk about that. But, you know, when, we, when, when I went through that, when I went through that, and it was like, you got to be there and dying, I was looking like a slap in my face, like, wait, are you kidding me? And then you have that other stigma. If a man goes down there, to apply for benefits, he's weak. He's not a man. He's this. He's that. Men have it hard too. See, the difference between a man and a woman is that the women could push out the babies in order to help assist their assistance in getting the assistance. But we can't do that. And then the, the flip, flip of that, the flip of that is we end up having to pay for them babies that's getting the assistance that. Ain't really benefiting like y'all spoke earlier on, because the mom buying Gucci bags and everything else. The mom buying her new boyfriend food and cooking meals for him, and the child ain't really seeing none of that. But we still gotta pay it back. So yeah, I, again, I agree with a lot of that's been said, and I disagree with a lot that's been said. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I've always been somebody who worked. I've always been somebody that hustled. No matter what I had to do, I always did something. I'm going to sit on my ass and do nothing. I can't do that. I'm not wired like that. Right. You know what I mean? I don't have seven properties like Mr. I can't believe you said that. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the, 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 uh, that was a the interior design, the passion, and landscape passion, that firecracker. I don't have that. But you know what I have? I have me. I have me who go out there and do what I do and, and, and do it to the fullest and to the best of my abilities and capabilities and make do. My children ain't never had to want for nothing. You know what I'm saying? As long as, see, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man about principles. And what I mean by that is I'm, I'm simple. I'm not complex. I don't need lavishness. I don't need the, the, the big house and all the cars. I don't need that. I just need a house to be in, a car to get around in, and I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I learned, I, I used to be like that. I, when I hustle, I, I I can't even say live beyond my, beyond my means because I was getting it. So whatever I wanted, I had. But I still always had a job, too. But I tell you, the difference between hustling and working, when you're hustling, you can afford to do a lot more things that you can't do when you're working. See, because working takes a lot of money from you. Hustling don't take nothing from you except for your morals and your values and, you know, you're killing your people's off or whatever, all of that. It's another subject. But I'm making the comparison of the person who out there doing what they need to do versus the person who out there. Listen, I, I don't have, if you out there hustling, it's messed up what you're doing, why you doing it. You know what I'm saying? Who you doing it to is messed up, but you ain't sitting on your ass and doing nothing. You bringing in some money to feed your family. That's the respect I have for a hustler. You know what I mean? I'm not condoning anything, but I'm not, dis- I'm not going to discredit it either. 
I've been on both sides of the fence. You know what I'm saying? But again, we are just a small niche in that. There's many Asian people who are welfare. There's some, some, come on, man. We know a lot of them poppy stores furnishing freaking corner stores off of welfare stacks and stuff like that. That's true. That's true. That so part right Asian there. corner stores. They, get, they got businesses that are still able to get stuff like that because they learn how to, everybody learn how to milk the system. And you can't be mad at people from milking the system when you when you live in a country that was built off of robbery and thievery, off of mm. lies. So when you know that you, they taught us, how you getting mad at me for exercising what you showed me? Mm. And then you want to punish me for doing what you do. And then when you get caught doing it, your sentence is lighter than my sentence. Come on, man. There's so many ways this situation can go, but like you said, the topic is suit up, measure up. And when I think of that every day, like I said, I throw on something that say on point, whether it's my hat, whether it's my shirt, because I want to suit up and be ready for war every single day I walk out that door, ready for whatever. I'm suiting up. And as far as measuring up, excuse me, I ain't comparing myself to nobody else to measure up. I measure myself up against me. Have I done my best? What have I done today? If I set a goal for that day, then I make that goal. And if I didn't, well, I need it the next day. That's how I measure myself up. I'm not going to stand next to somebody else who had more than me or somebody that had me less than me and measure myself up as doing better or doing worse. That's not what I do. I'm going to measure me up by what I do. I mean, and what I want to do, what goals I'm setting for myself to achieve. And, and, and like you said, at the end of that, that topic, no excuses. I don't, that's why my name is Self, because anything that goes wrong, I blame me. Anything that goes good, I get a creative thanks, but I say, you know what? It's through him that I was able to do it. But it still comes back to me. Good, bad, or different. I mean, that's all I really have to say on that topic. Like, it is what it is. To each his own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I- I'm loving it. I'm-, I'm loving everyone's input on this. Um, But the point of the matter is that we have got to take, like you said, matters into our own hands and and say, who do I got to blame it on? It is yourself. Because if you want to keep, okay, I I got the point that you're trying to say, yeah, why not utilize the system? But there's some people that utilize the system for the wrong things. I'm going to give you an example. For instance, now, I, I am one of those type of people that would utilize whatever I can. You know what I mean? For instance, if I hear that down the street is the church down the street is giving away meats and foods and stuff like that, and I know I ain't got nine ends meat like that, and I need some meats and foods and stuff, you don't skip me. I'm gonna go on down there. You know what I mean? If it's fill up bundles that's donating food or whatever, I'm gonna go down there. So I ain't gonna front. Okay, so I went to this one place they was giving out foods. You know. This one lady, she had gotten all this extra food, all these extra breads and and all that stuff. And then I happened to go on the avenue probably about an hour later. The same lady that was sitting there talking about how she had to feed her kids and all that stuff and gave this sad story, blah, 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 and got all this extra food and this, this, that, and the third was outside selling the food that she just received. Now, there's nothing wrong with getting a little extra, you know what I'm saying, to make your ends meet. But come on, 
you got blessed to be able to go home and eat and feed your, yourself and your kids or whatever like that. But you out there selling the food that you just got for free. I got a problem with that. And it's people like that that is getting over on the system and utilize every little thing to try to, you know, manipulate things and, and try to make a come up. How you make a come up off of something that was given to you for free? I, I got the I got to ask y'all an opinion about that. Like, this is why we got people that's getting public assistance and the girls, you know, some of the girls is going to get their nails done and get their feet done. They're going to get their lashes batted, getting their weed tossed and stuff like that. They cash it in the food. So I got a problem with that. Because when this comes down to people like me that might be shy of a little fraction of the cost of my living, which means that I don't pay all my bills, but I ain't got enough to, you know, put food on the table because of the fact that Uncle Santa took out all my money or maybe I might not be making and measuring up to everything. I'm living not above my means, but I'm doing what I got to do to survive. But it's people like me who work hard and get upset when they see people that don't have a job, they utilize the system, and then they make a come up off of it. They don't want to pay their rent. They sit back and they, you know, they think it's cool to sit there and be three, four, five months, you know, in rent. And you're using that money to go ahead and get self-pleasure things. Oh, but you come in their house, they got flat screen TVs. They got Blu-ray. They got all the little finest little gadgets in the world. Oh, they got the best, you know, telephones and stuff like that. They got stuff that they ain't been poured out in the market yet. But here I am struggling. But I guess for me, I say that it is a discipline type thing because I'd rather hustle, work three, four jobs, than to sit there and collect the, the money from the system and then not, you know, do what I'm supposed to do. Because you again, there you go. Exactly. You have standards. There's standards, there's morals, especially when you got children because your kids is looking at you. They looking up to you. What, like, what are we doing out here these days? Why do women, you know, think that it's cool to just lay back and do that? Oh, my boyfriend going to give me some money and then I'm going to get some more money from food stamps because I'm going to sell them and I'm going to get $200 from that. And then you putting all this together and you're like, oh, I got enough to chill off of. I got a little four, 500 to chill off. I got a problem with that. Because, yeah, I'm working hard to try to make ends meet and have a decent house. And granted, I have been the one that took care of myself. I have been the one that has been the strong black woman, taking care of her own, raising her child, has three houses and two cars. I'm not bragging about that. But understand the fact that it didn't come easy. You know what I mean? You got to pay. It costs to be the boss. I'm not trying to live above my means, but I'm trying to have something that is nice, something that is affordable, something that I could pass on to my child if I close my eyes. My child won't have to worry about where am I going to stay because he'll have a roof over his head that is paid for. And he'll have a roof over his head to say, I'm going to go ahead and rent that out and make some money. So he will already be established. It's something that I am, like, passing on to my child. But is it fair that people like me work that hard and then can barely get something like health benefits because my job don't cover health benefits? Is that fair? I'm putting in my share into the pot. Why can't I get health benefits like Mr. Self-Unknown just said? 
It ain't like I'm trying to sit there and get money off of y'all. It ain't like I'm asking for food stamps. All I'm saying is if I get a common cold, why can't I go to the doctor and see somebody? If I'm barely making ends meet and I'm showing proof that I'm paying all my bills and there ain't nothing left over afterwards, you know what I mean, and I got responsibilities, why is it that you trying to hit me over the head to go get my own health insurance when I don't have that? I don't have it like that. How am I going to eat? How am I going to survive? How am I going to raise my child? Why is it that the system want to crack down on the ones that's working, but they can't crack down on the ones that's just sitting there effortlessly not working, and they get it, and then you go down the street and you see them sitting there selling the food stamps, the food, and so I got a problem with that. I really got a problem with that. I mean, what is your intake on that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Well, well, who who who's gonna respond first? Who who's gonna respond first? Who's gonna what, what you gonna do, self? You responded first, or you or you gonna concede? What, what you finna do? Uh, uh, I'm gonna let you go, ladies, ladies before gentlemen. Uh, you okay, know, well, let me let me let me bust this thing wide open. You pay what you weigh, and and, and that's my understanding that you pay what you weigh. If, uh-huh. if you die on the system, you die with absolutely nothing. Right. It's it, it, no way that having a greedy mindset like that, that you're accumulating any mass of of, of income. Right. Like, how, how are you possibly getting, having insurance policies and, and things of that nature? Like so, not just that. They don't even take care of you if you should die. You know how much you get it, from the government? Two hundred and fifty dollars, which it, is not exactly. even enough for a pine box. No, no, no. And the average, the average funeral, or not, let's not even say funeral, for for cremation, is easily twenty five hundred dollars. Exactly. And to begin with. So if you think that you're winning, and again, like I said. In the beginning, I said it strikes the appearance that they're winning, and it frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah, because right. it looks like you're winning. It looks like you're on top. But the reality is when the rubber meets the road and when it's all said and done and you're left with absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. when we leave here, we leave here with nothing. So the question is, what are you leaving behind? And who are you leaving it for? If your attitude is I'm all about me, 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 when you die, that's what you're going to be about, me, 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 me. You left nothing for the people that you left behind. A mess. And it, that's what you left, not a, leg- not a legacy, a mess. Like, exactly, exactly. Yep. So uh-huh. go get money. Go get money right. because that money is not going to be enough to even burn your caucus. Your core, right. your, your, your body. It's not going to be enough to burn your body. It's not enough. So now, ahead. do you do what you agree? The the, okay, so do you agree, too, that you should get some type of help Do you um, from the system while you're wording, working at the same time? Listen, that would be, that would be lovely. Because okay. if that was, if that was the case, and, and I had, I had a good job. But there were so many times that I had to work overtime in order to make ends meet. Why? Because I didn't want to. I didn't want to educate my children in the public school system. So 
we were pray, praying for private school for four children. So mm-hmm. you couple that with the taxes that we're paying, the mortgage that we were paying, the car notes that we were paying, the general household bills that we were paying, the the food that we – like if I could have gotten just $100 in food stamps, like I would have been like the most ecstatic individual, whereas I see people who have never worked a day in their lives getting four or five, six hundred dollars in food stamps and then they don't even use it. Absolutely. We were exactly and I'm talking about a month. If I could have gotten a hundred dollars a month, a hundred dollars a month wasn't even a drop in a bucket. But guess what? It would have helped. It would have helped. So I'm looking at it from this perspective. I am now retired. I went out on a medical retirement. I'm good for the next six months. The 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 city will pay you my 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 um, medical and everything else for the next six months. If they don't find me employment within the city for the next six months, then I go out and I get a portion. Thereafter, what do I have to start doing? Paying in for medical. Why should I have to do that when I work for the city? in this capacity for 11 years, and then seven and a half prior to that, why should I have to pay out of my pocket when you only giving me a portion? Absolutely. Wow. Exactly. You're giving me a portion of the pay. Why should I have to come out of the portion that you've given me? And that's going to eat up everything. Exactly. Health insurance is asinine. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. So wow. this, Absolutely. this country is not being run off the back of those who are siphoning off the system, whether they be poor or whether they be rich. The country is run off the back of those who are middle to low class. That's what the country is run off of. And when, true. And, when and when they suck us dry, they ain't got nothing left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is why, and this is why it said that the working man is a sucker, because he falls for that. I mean, because he is the one who's breaking his back, as you said, for this country, and the country is robbing him blind, but they're patting him on the back at the same time, saying, you're making our employment numbers look good. You have a job. You have you have honor. Brother, you're not robbing me. They they not yeah. robbing me. Uh, they they not robbing me. They're raping me. That's what yeah. it is. This, this, yeah. is, this is a rape. It's not a rob. It's a well, rape. Well, it's a, well, it's you know a whole violation. Even, so. even, it's a whole violation. Even when, but, but even when you rape, you're being robbed of your goods. You know what I'm saying? So, I, and I said that earlier. They raped them. I, you know, I agree with that. But here, here's the thing, though. I mean, in all honesty, people measure success by monetary gain. They measure success by material objects, right? Um, You mentioned, you know, dying, being buried, life insurance, all that. Let me ask you a question. When you work a job and, you know, you get life insurance through that job and you paid into it, what happens to that money when you no longer have that job? 
What happens to that life insurance that you paid into? Because now you no longer work for them, but you paid into that. So do you ever get that money back? See, this is something that I It's like any other insurance company. It's like any other insurance company. You don't get it back. You You pay for a service during that period of time. And if you didn't need or require their service during that period of time, then it's null and void. So it's just it's just like any other coverage. You you pay for car insurance. If you don't have an accident within those two three years, are you getting your money back? No, you're not. But you still pay because you wanted that coverage. And that's another thing. You're not supposed to pay for car insurance. It's a lot of stuff out here that we don't know. If you ever looked at, if you ever was on your computer and you ever ran across an ad that popped up and it said, um, find out how to get, how to not pay for uh, car insurance or auto insurance, Mm -hmm. right? There are ways that you're not supposed to pay for car insurance. It's it's a lot. I mean, it's a whole other show. You ain't supposed to have a social security card. You ain't supposed to have a birth certificate. There's a lot of stuff you're not supposed to do, but this country knows it, and you don't know it, so therefore they get it. They do it. You know what I'm saying? Just like we expose the fact, just like we expose the fact that uh, 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 the back of the insurance card—I mean, your Social Security card—it's the number on that back. That red number signifies the 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 British bank that bought you at birth because of uh, uh, money. an amount of money was put on your head of how much you're supposed to make or they expect you to make, you know what I mean, within your life. So when they're talking about the country going bankrupt or the country being in debt, it really has nothing to do. I'm not going to say it really has nothing to do, but it has a lot to do with the people who are supposed to make the money that was put on their head, not making that money, and so on and so on. And we all have a red number on the back of that card. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's so much information out here that we need to start looking into, reading, finding out, researching. And and then that's another way of working the system. But it's not working the system. It's it's doing exactly what's supposed to be done. And the system is not going to tell you nothing that they don't want you to know. It's like the news. The news Mm -hmm. tells you what they want you to know. There's murders that happen in every white neighborhood. There's robberies and burglaries happening in every white neighborhood, but they don't show you that. They just show you what happened in a black neighborhood. So they can paint this vivid, you know, animalistic picture of us. But see, the reality is when we sit there talking about shooting up, measuring up, I'm going to go ahead and be honest. As far as that topic goes, you're absolutely right. You know, suit up. Like you said, you pay what you weigh. Right. I mean, don't live above your things. If you know you can't afford it, don't do it. That's right. Find a way out of it. But sometimes it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get these things when you up, and you never know when you're going to fall down. And you know what I'm saying? So when you do things. take that fall, I wasn't expecting to be laid off in November. Mm-hmm. That threw a serious monkey wrench in my in my lifestyle, in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know now you got to go to a plan B. Which, if you work, and let's be honest, a lot of us who work and don't really have a plan B because we get up to go and make money for somebody else every day to make a little bit of money from it. 
Mm-hmm. We don't think about a plan B. So maybe that's the maybe that's what the the result of this the, the solution to this conversation and this topic is. Get yourself that's a plan right. B. Right, and a which C. Were, which 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 we were always taught. Have a right. have a backup plan. That's it. That and I have to totally agree with you because if you don't have that plan B and that C, when that time does come, what are you gonna have to fall back on? Okay, let's let's just take it with something simple. You got a second vehicle. If one you know totally gets messed up or you can't afford to you know fix that one, you have another vehicle to go to. But I mean, don't make it to the point where both vehicles are brand new with a car note. That's stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you know that you're the one that got to travel on the road all the time and your job consists of that, then you may have to have a second vehicle. But you make it affordable. You go get your little hootie, you know what I'm saying, and you keep that on the side, and that way you always got an ace in the hole. That's a plan B. So it's not always people look at certain things. Why she got to have two vehicles? She living above her means. No, it's common sense. Because if I know that I'm doing a job when I'm constantly on the road, I need to have access to a car at all times, which means that if that one that you see me driving in doesn't have a car note, it makes total sense. You know, if the other one is might have a car note, but I can get up and go and move around, and if something happens to that, there's a warranty on it for 10 years, it makes sense, especially if I'm traveling in and out of town all the time. So certain things do make sense. You just got to plan with plan A, plan B, plan C, and work towards it. But I just don't understand when do we take work out of the equation and take the easy street to just rely on, you know, things such as checks, like from the government, to take that place, you know? And, and why is it that people who work every day have a hard time with getting help with little small things such as food, such as um, health benefits and things like that, why is it that we got to struggle to do something when we've been paying into the system all this time? It, it just really wows me how things go. Now we got the um, the thing with child support. Okay, granted, I know there's a lot of women out here that uh, took an abuse when it came down to child support. You know what I'm saying? But you also got women that are leaning on that child support so that that way they can make that supplemented income along with working. How are you going to take away from something? That's leaving a man to think, well, I ain't got to pay for it, so I can just lay and not pay. You know, and at the same time, and I understand what the president is probably trying to say, you know, there's a lot of people out here that just don't want to work, so it'll make you work. Yeah, that's true, but do I feel as though you need to take that away? No, because they're still taking care of the child at the end of the day. Why does the child have to suffer? So what, even if that mother was... No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. Two, two problems. Two problems I have with that. The first problem is number one. Well, three. One, we already know. We already, you know, discover and expose the fact that it don't you got to go out and work five jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you're not doing that. You know no, it's a two-way street. Absolutely. It's a two-way street. But it can't be. 
Because if I'm paying you child support, you know what I'm saying, that's coming out of my pocket too. So now I have to work another job to make up for that child support, not to mention that a lot of times women do that thinking they're getting back at a brother and they get less than what the brother was already giving them, which was my third point. A lot of fathers out here already supplying and doing for their child, but it ain't enough for the woman. She want more. Mm-hmm. It ain't enough because she want to see something for herself. It ain't about the child. I remember when I first, I, first of all, my two sons, right? My oldest son, I, I ended up in child support court. And somebody was like, just take your receipts down there. Da-da. Some niggas looked at me and said, good, you're supposed to. That's, that's looked at as a gift. So <laughs> yeah, even if I'm already say. doing for my child, you still want to hit me with some money just so you can line your pocket because I'm already doing what I need to do for them. You know what I'm saying? Now, somebody tried to make the argument. It was to the point where I told my second baby mother, I said, listen, take me to child support. Let's do this now so I, they ain't got to chase me down later and have me all in this arrear stuff. And then on top of that, my second baby mother went and told the court that I said I'll pay child support while he in college. I never said that. And the, the mediator told me behind closed doors when she left, he said, you know, you can take her to court and get all that money back. And I was like, you know what? My son, he graduated. He's good. It's done and over with. It's, a, it's over. It's over. Because me trying to fight to get that money back going to take another couple years. You see what I'm wow. saying? So let me, let, me, let me explain something to you after the way I feel. I've been working since I was 16. Right? I'm over 40. I ain't seen an income tax my whole fucking life to this day. All I get is letters from the government saying I owe them. How the fuck do I owe you? And I ain't never got a... a, a, First of all, child support said they didn't take my income taxes. The the, the IRS said they didn't take my my, uh, income taxes. So where the fuck did my income taxes go? Where is my money? In all those cases out there, they say the government may have you may have money in the government that you don't know about. I called them. They seen my name and said, I don't have nothing. Where is my money? Bye. From 16 to over 40, I've never gotten an income tax yet. So you damn fucking right. I'm going to get food stamps. I'm going to get a, a fucking health card. I don't care what it is. I'm going down there and get it. Because y'all robbing the shit out of me. You say give my so yellow now, card. Gotta, the only way, the only way I can write this wrong is to go and rob Peter to pay Paul to pay a lawyer in order to investigate all of this and take my chances on them still saying, oh, there's nothing there. And now I'm still out of money because I just paid his lawyer. Come on, man, it's a lot of shit but that's you know what? up with this country, this government, this system. Is. And, and, I, and I'm not going to look down on nobody who can get all they can get from it, except for those that we spoke about who ain't doing shit and ain't never did nothing, go. but, you know, live off the system. That part exactly. is wrong because you're living off of me. Right. Exactly. That's the part that I got a problem with. Absolutely. So if it means that I need to get something from the government to make ends meet so that I can eat or maybe have something to take care of me if I get a common cold, you don't skip me because I don't put into the system. I don't work two and three jobs, but it shouldn't be a hardship or a struggle for me to get that because of the fact that I am working and maintaining my own. And for that, I need to be applauded. 
You know what I'm saying? It's something that I should do and it's something that I must do because it's survival. But I'm just saying, can I get a little credit for that when I do try to apply for it? Or am I going to be shunned down and say, well, you don't really need it because you got three jobs. You know, whatever happened to, but you still got to eat. You still got to pay bills. You still got to do this. You still got to do that. You still got to live and go to work. You still need gas in your car. Let me ask you this. What do you think about the fact that when you do go to apply for something, credit or anything like that, and they ask you, you know, how much you make, they go off of the gross instead of the net. Like you bring exactly. that home. Right. What is that about? Exactly. That's a way to keep you from getting shit. So, yeah, man, if you can work the system, work this motherfucker. That's my thing. Anybody else doing it? I ain't never been patriotic. I ain't never gave a shit about this country. I ain't going to start the death. Get them. The same way they're going to get us. <laughs> you know what? That's a show in itself. I might have to do a part two on this one because we need to talk about getting, you know, how do you get ahead with the system? And not so much getting over, but how do you kind of milk it to make it benefit you? How about that? And is it wrong? That's a part two right there. Stay tuned, y'all. I'm going to have you to give us a following. Y'all got that. (laughs) People out there, Radio Online, listen. We thank you for uh, joining On Point Radio. It's not over. Um, We're just giving a following now. You want to be part of this On Point movement. Know that On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Think so shall you be. Hopefully, anyway. Um, Again, it's an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Reach out to us on Facebook. On Point Enterprises, On Point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-T, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, we're under team underscore on point 215. Again, that's team, T-E-A-M, underscore on point 215. You're on Twitter, at team on point. Twitter is at team on point. Uh, you can go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com, uh, see what we're doing, read up on our host, Read up on what On Point uh, Youth Mentor Program is doing. Just read up on what we do and who we are. Again, that's onpoint215.weebly.com. You can also uh, shoot us an email with any of your comments, suggestions, or concerns. Uh, our email is onpoint215 at gmail.com. Again, any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear discussed, shoot us an email, onpoint215 at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call or a text directly with any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Shoot us a, uh, give us a call. Shoot us a text at 267-417-ONPT. That's on point, 267-417-6678. Don't forget that comedy show is coming up in two weeks, Saturday, October 21st, Platinum Grill, Philly's Platinum Grill, 7719 Crittenden Street. Check us out. We get one of the liveest shows. In the city, ain't no show like an on-point show because an on-point show don't stop. Be in the place. We out here. That's what you wanted to dress. All right. I just got to add, you know, one of the actual people that is going to be our special guest singer, she is a artist of her own. I'm telling you, this girl can hold it down. You just heard her speak. The uh, No other than the person that spoke earlier. Her name is Firecracker. <laughs> That's her name on the radio, but she's going to be singing that night. So you got to hear this woman. This, this woman can blow the house down. You 
cannot miss it. This is going to be lovely, beautiful. I can't wait to see some of y'all faces out there. Some of y'all, you know, um, people that have been listening to the show. I want to meet y'all. I want to know who y'all are out there. So come on out to the show and support it. You know what I'm saying? Meet Wonder Dre and the rest of the cast and, and, and host of this great network. But um, I'm going to give, you know, everybody something, you know, to actually close us out with. Is there anything else that um, Firecracker has to say? Is she still on the line? I'm still here, my dear. I'm still here. Um, okay. So in, in, in closing, I would like to say, um, and, and this is, is this is slightly a bit off topic, but I would like to say to the step-parents, foster parents, and kinship parents, I take my hat off to you guys, and I commend you for what is sometimes a thankless job. Um, remember that you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for those kids who are in need of your love and your care. Um, and outside of that, I just say to you, fabulous topic, awesome show. Um, thank you. I, thank you to everybody who called in. Thank you to everybody who had opposing opinions. And I say to everyone who is listening online or whether you're on the phone, just to come out and support the show on the 21st at Platinum Grill. It is going to be an amazing time. The um, comedians that are booked, I've worked with at least two of them, and they are hella funny. It is going to be an awesome time. And just to give you guys just a taste, you ain't got no kind of feeling inside you. So come out on the 21st and hear a full rendition, um, and we're going to party like we've never partied before, guys. Like, it is 1999. God bless, and I uh, look forward to seeing everybody at the Platinum Grill. God bless. I am loving it, y'all. I can't wait. I, that was hot. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it. Yes. Yes, indeed. So y'all can't miss that one. I mean, she just gave y'all a little dose, but I know y'all was like, oh, okay, that's your sock on type thing. Wow. Wow. Well, I got to go to DJ Chill before I do close the show because I would love to hear what he has to say about this show this evening. And then I'm going to come to you well, too, uh, Mr. I can't believe you said that. DJ Chill will also be in a place as the party host. We must mention that as well. Oh, yeah, he knows how to get y'all up off your feet, too. So, you know what I mean? You can party with DJ Chill, and um, you're going to have a good time. DJ Chill, yeah. I, I want to know, what do you got to say about this show tonight? Uh, first of all, I'm glad I got a chance to uh, meet Firecracker, find out if she has all these daggone abilities, and she going to give y'all more than what y'all bargain for because of that. But um, for the show, man, if you think about it, we became a problem, and the government knows we're a problem. We know we got issues, and that's one of the things why I haven't tried to concede into getting food stamps or getting the money because I know once you do it, you're part of the system, and you're never going to get out. They don't just evaporate your name or whatever, they got you. 
Now, they, some of them know that you're going to get old because, remember, they were smart enough to make that thing. <laughs> so if they were smart enough to make it, why wouldn't they want some of y'all to get over on the system? They know you're going to do it. They had it since we were slaves. So they know what we're going to do. But the problem is, once you're in the system, you can't get out because you're always going to be in it forever. Now, the problem that you don't realize, they can use that to their advantage to do what they want with you, to find out who you are, get all this information about you. Then they can do what they want. Now, I understand, you know, some people got to do it because of the fact that um, it's an easier way out. Some people might want to do it because they want to get over it, whatever. But back in the day, we was living off a of dag on the farmland down south, living off the food of the crops. But once we got comfortable, once we know that we could take advantage of certain things, we did it. We always want things easier. Every single person out here, they want the easy way out. That's just a part of life. If you work it too hard and you see something easy, you don't take that easy way. You don't want to keep on making things hard. Now, the stuff y'all were saying tonight was a lot. And it was <laughs> deep stuff. Right. And you got to understand, to each his own. But once it's gone, it's gone. And that's what they're about to do. They're about to change the whole thing. And the only thing with black people, we're able to adapt. But some of them, they're not going to be able to. They'll be confused. They're going to do the best thing they know, which is to steal, take, conquer, sometimes destroy. Hey, they know what's going to happen. That's why they're setting it up like that. What's the best way to take away... Um, what's the best way to, to take away individuals? Put them together in one group and let them go for self. Put one daggone carrot in the middle of the daggone... About 100 people, and that's the last food on earth. And see if they can sit again, you know, share. That one little piece of food. Everybody take a little piece. Take a little piece. No, no, no. Everybody don't want it all. Oh, I got, uh, you're going to eat that. That's kids got to eat. That's what's going to happen. We all going to fall short. Maybe wow. that's why, the, that's, maybe that's why God said to, to learn how to fast and pray. Because when you fast, you don't eat. I haven't fasted in a while, but. You dad gonna show up, don't eat. And I was wondering, like, wow, why you want to fast so much? And get your stomach ready. Because people out here, and I gotta admit, I used to get mad at my kids when they used to eat food and throw it away. My wife was like, oh, you ain't gotta eat it. I'm like, are you out your mind? 
There's people out here that's, that's hungry. But when you know you can do something else, which is play the game or watch TV, you're going to throw it away. And then later on, your stomach going to go, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, you should eat your food. You know, back in the day, styles was, if you don't eat, hey, go to sleep. Go right to bed. You'll figure it out later. You don't want to eat that food soon. But we like choosy. Like, you know, choosy mother, choose Jeff. Everybody wants good <laughs> stuff. Everybody wants that good stuff. But I guarantee you won't eat that daggone food that they're eating over there. And like they're eating right down in Puerto Rico. Or back down in Africa, what they eating, was it mush? I forgot what it is. You squash, you eat them damn worms. Got to squish it and eat it. Yeah, no. We too comfortable. We spoiled rotten. <laughs> That's the problem with Americans. We just too spoiled. Now we're going to feel the wrath because there's a lot of food out here that people's wasting that we ain't going to be able to get. And it's coming fast. It's coming to a theater near you. But, you know, I'll I just, just be checking things out and I ain't the, um, the perfect brother. The one thing I do is I, I, I try and I don't quit. And that's one thing people got to get used to. Never quit. It's easy to quit. It's easy to turn away and walk away. But to stand wow. strong, to stand strong, to live long, that's a story to tell. All right. Well, there you go. I appreciate your comment that you have. I'm going to go to Mr. I Can't Believe He Just Said That, and then we get ready to close our show. How about that? So, Mr. I Can't Believe He Just Said That, what do you have to say about this show this evening? Okay. <laughs> um, while he is waiting to come in, I just wanted to say that I thank everyone for participating in the program, all those who had comments to say. I appreciate you calling in, making comments. I appreciate everyone's input. I appreciate everyone calling and via Internet, listening on the Internet. Um the love and support is unreal, and we, you know, just want to say from the bottom of our hearts, from on point, we love you back, and we appreciate your love and support back. Um, I will be back on the air next Sunday night at 8 o'clock with another episode of Sophisticated Ladies. And, you know, we be bringing topics that are just, like, real. Everybody can relate to it. Yes, we do talk about relationships. We talk about, you know, but we talk about realistic things, things that are just happening in life, you know, that men and women can relate to. Because, you know, it happens, these things happen in the life of men and women, and it's happening in our households today. And these are the problems and solutions that we need to talk out so that we can go ahead and take care of it. What did we learn tonight? We learned tonight that the solution is no. We got to still have a plan A and a plan B. We have to be multitask. We have to, you know, have more than one job. So we can try to stay ahead. Is it okay to go ahead and get government um benefits and stuff like that if you can sure why not 
But at the same time, it's not cool to sit back and not do anything for yourself and just depend on others to take care of us. The solution is have your plan A, your plan B, your plan C, and whatever you got to do to work to make that happen, pop it, baby, because you got to make it happen. You got mouths to feed, not just yours, but you may have mouths to feed at home. You got children that's looking up to you. Where's the standards? Where's the morals? You know, so that is the solution to this situation, you know, and we're going to continue with a part B to this um, segment. We're going to talk about the government, you know, programs and stuff that's out here. And is it okay to actually, you know, cash in on some of these benefits? What are some of these benefits that are out there that we don't know about? I need to know about that. And how do you feel? Should you be entitled to it? Should you not? Should you feel bad? Should you not? We're going to talk about it. Is Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That back in the building? Okay. So we are going to move forward. We get ready to close our show. Again, thank you, everyone who called in and listened. And we're going to end off with this. I got a question to ask you. Chill. You on point? Yeah, I'm on point. Good night. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.